0: Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect, and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So this episode is going to be a little bit different than the hype episodes you're used to because this is going to be education plus hype mixed together and one big, beautiful episode for you because I actually want to hype you up going into winter season. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is a struggle. And I know that a lot of us are already feeling it. I'm grateful that I don't live in Michigan still because I know that my Michigan people my clients that are from the Midwest are like, It has been rainy and cold and gloomy, and I have no motivation and I cannot get out of bed. I'm like dragging ass everywhere I go. Like, help me, Katie. Like, what do I do? And I hear you. This is normal across the board. When the seasons start to change, we don't have as much light, the days start to feel shorter, and we haven't even hit daylight savings time yet, which makes the days feel so much shorter. It gets dark at 5 p.m., and you're like, where did the day even go? Because most of us, especially if we're working at an office, it's getting dark before we even finish work. And if there's one thing that impacts my mood to want to be able to do absolutely nothing, it is like dark and cold and wet and rainy and snowy outside. I just want to like hop on the couch in the biggest, baggiest pajamas I can find. But this is also the reason that a lot of us are impacted by seasonal depression. There is no doubt that seasonal depression is a thing. But what I want to do is not just hype you up going into the winter season, like, we got this, we can do this. Like There's only so much cheerleader I have in me, which for all of you listening, if you don't know that I was a cheerleader for four years in high school, I mean... I think you probably would have put money on it just to begin with in general, but I was a cheerleader and I love being a cheerleader. However, I also know that sometimes that's just annoying and not really motivating. So I will always be cheering for you, know that. But what I also want to do is pair that encouragement and my like optimism with some education on why we actually actually get seasonal depression and what we can do to combat it because if there's one thing that i firmly believe in it's that we are not taught about our bodies, our hormones, how things work as women, and most of the time we're just we just subscribe to whatever our doctor tells us, getting on a medication, being convinced that we're feeling a certain way. And it's not that you're not feeling that way, but also how do we combat it? Why are we feeling that way? What is the reasoning? And what's crazy about feeling these impacts, seasonal depression, or when everyone goes through winter weight gain, like how many of you listening are like, every year I gain weight and we blame it on the holidays. But the holidays, like we're really looking at like Thanksgiving, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, if you celebrate Christmas, um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we're looking at five days in a span of like four to five months. We cannot blame it on the holidays. What's really happening is our habits are changing, our body's feeling different, and we don't understand what to do to combat it. So I'm here today to give you that hype to combat it. So if you are someone that's starting to feel the shifts of the days getting shorter, you're feeling less motivated, the biggest reason for that is because your circadian rhythm is shifting. The most simple way for me to explain circadian rhythm is going to be your sleep and your wake cycle. It is your cortisol that wakes you up in the morning, your melatonin that helps you go to sleep at night. Most of the time, the cortisol that wakes you up in the morning is because of sunlight. Like our body clock is actually based on the sun when the sun comes up and when the sun goes down. That's why if you're struggling with hormones, I always recommend a morning walk or an evening walk at some sunset, sunset to help your body get in a more regulated circadian rhythm um, and to also spend a little bit more time outside, which there is so many benefits for our body. But as the days start to get shorter, we wake up in the morning, there is no natural light, right? So our cortisol maybe isn't as elevated as it should be. Our melatonin is still present in our body because there's not natural light telling us, hey, it's daytime, wake up. So we're like, oh, I feel like crap and I need coffee. And we're like, barely making it over to the coffee machine, even though we got a good night's sleep, we're feeling way less motivated. And then we get off of work and maybe it's getting darker quicker. So we don't want to go to the gym. We convince ourselves not to. And these habits just sort of expand and continue into January, February, March, and then April, we start to get a little bit life back in us. But one of the most simple things that you can do to combat this circadian rhythm shift that you're feeling is when you wake up. And I know it's going to be different for each person, but if you can spend time getting sunlight in your eyes when you wake up, and if you're waking up really early and the sun isn't coming up for a few hours, I always recommend getting a sun lamp or I have a red light. Um, The reason I love red light is because not only is it good for Your circadian rhythm, but it's great for cellular rejuvenation. It's great for increasing blood flow and oxygen to your body. It's anti inflammatory. It's also anti aging. 37 years old here. I put red light on my face every single morning. So, red light has a lot of different benefits outside of just a sun lamp, but either one will work. And if you do that in the morning for five minutes, it's going to make a huge difference on your body and how it feels every single day, because it's going to start to naturally wake your body up. It's like, oh, we got sunlight, we're up, we're going, versus it being dark and you not having any of that. It's not even so much the light, it's what's happening internally in your body. Your cortisol is starting to spike, which it's supposed to be highest in the morning, right? It's releasing a little bit of serotonin, your happy hormones, combating depression and anxiety that we feel this time of year. So such a simple switch can make a huge difference. Outside of getting sunlight in your eyes first thing in the morning, spending more time with sunlight in your eyes throughout the day as the days are shorter. So even if you're at an office building, if you have shades, if you can, you know, put the shades up and get some natural sunlight in your eyes. I'm lucky that I'm in an office here that's looking at the mountains and I have a lot of sunlight, but I know everyone isn't that lucky. So even if little bits throughout the day, there's a room you can walk to, we can bundle up and walk outside. Like movement is one of the best things for our body. And I know it's tough in the winter. Um, I'm always bundling up. Like I'm someone that doesn't like to be cold, but I also really like to get some movement in and just be outside a little bit. And that can bring natural energy to your body versus like chugging another coffee at your desk being like, Oh, life is the worst, right? Get outside, get moving a little bit, even if it's cold. Um, outside of that, on your lunch break, can you get outside or can you sit in a room that has a little bit more light where we can get it in our eyes? The more sunlight we spend throughout the day, the better our body is going to feel and the clearer our mind is going to feel. Outside of sunlight, another thing we can do is stay hydrated. We're actually more likely to be dehydrated in the winter, which is crazy. But in the winter, our body isn't cueing us that we're thirsty. In the summer, it's hot. We're sweating. We're perspiring. Our mouth gets a little bit dry. It lets us know that we're dehydrated. We don't get that as much in the winter because our body doesn't feel the impacts as much. So we're actually way less likely to drink more water during the winter or the amount of water that we need. And from a cellular level, our body functions off of hydration. Right. If we're not giving our body the most basic function and need, nothing is going to feel good. Our energy levels won't be good. Our digestion won't be good. We won't have feel motivated to work out. We'll be more sore after we work out because our body isn't hydrated enough to do things like regulate our body temperature and digest our food. So it's certainly not going to be regulated enough to like actually feel really good every single day. So make sure you are drinking your water. I always recommend half your body body weight in ounces. And for every hour of activity that you're doing, at least another 10 ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water would be your minimum. And then add in an extra 10 ounces for every hour of activity or workout that you are doing. And if you're drinking 30 to 40 ounces of water right now, and you go up to 75, 80, you're probably going to be peeing your life away during the day. So Bump it up 10 to 15 ounces, you know, one week, 10 to 15 ounces another week. We don't have to like go all in, let our body get a little bit used to it. Um, And I'm always putting electrolytes in my water just because it's not about the water we're drinking, it's also about the water that we are absorbing. One of the last tips I want to give you, well, I'm going to give you two more, actually. Two more feels good because I I have a lot of tips that I could give on this. Um, and I used to be somebody that was really impacted by seasonal depression. And I don't love winter as much as summer because I'm a warm weather girl in general. And I really love sunshine, but I no longer feel the impacts as much because I've implemented these things. Um, the third thing is movement. We move a lot less in the winter. And if you remember during 2020 when COVID hit and everything shut down and we were all sitting at home and nobody was moving and it drastically impacted our mental health. There was a little bit more going on at that time and a lot of other stress going on in the world that impacted our mental health as well. But take that outside of it. One of the biggest things that we missed was just the movement in our body. Movement is truly medicine for our body. It needs it. We were made to move every single day. And if we go weeks, days, weeks, months, where we're sedentary, we are going to feel the impacts of that. When we move our body, we release serotonin, adrenaline, dopamine, all these really healthy hormones that not only help combat mood and energy and depression, but also keep us going throughout the day, right? Make us feel like we're in a better mood, actually create energy, bring oxygen and blood flow to our muscles. And if we don't have that, we're not just going to naturally be motivated, right? It's not just going to happen. It's the biggest reason why in the summer we want to get out and move more. In the winter, it is going to take you to be more conscious about it, right? You have to be really aware of how much you are moving and how much you need to be moving your body to be able to create that. And when I say moving, I don't need you to crush workouts every single day. But can we stand more? Can we walk more? Can we go to the gym and walk on the treadmill in front of a window? So we're not only getting sunlight, but we're also getting that movement in for our body. I guarantee you you'd feel like a different human if you just started to implement that 3 to 4 times a week. Right? Making sure that we're moving our body. I would say 35 to 40 minutes, 3 to 4 times a week would be where the sweet spot is at. Whether that's movement outside, whether that's movement at the gym. Um yeah, it takes a little bit more intention in the winter because we're not as motivated. But if you start now, we're in October. We're not even in the heart of winter yet. January and February in my opinion, are the hardest months. And we're not even tapping into those yet. So start now. Don't convince yourself that seasonal depression is happening now and just give into it. How do we stay on top of it? How do we combat it? How do we create a really solid routine right now that we can carry on in December, January, February, right? So we're not consistently trying to like reset while we're feeling sluggish. Start it now. The last thing that I want to give you, last little tip of advice, is you know I'm huge on sleep. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you also know, or you could just ask my mom. I could bring her back on the podcast for her to tell you that I used to be the worst sleeper in history. I would wake up from my naps as a kid and I would cry for an hour. They would just like leave me in my crib because I just was grumpy. I never slept well. It's just never been my jam until I had to make it my jam until I actually had to really start caring about it. I used to be really proud that I was one of those people that could sleep four hours and you know get up and teach two classes. And then I lost my cycle and my hair started falling out. And I was like, oh, this is actually insane that my body even made it this far or this long. And I started to do a lot of reading and research on what happens while we sleep, and how incredible it is for our body, um, and I think it's very easy to get caught up and consumed in your favorite Netflix shows and in scrolling your phone till midnight, and then you wake up at you know five a.m. or six a.m. You're getting five to six hours of sleep, living off of caffeine. And in the winter, it's going to feel even worse because you don't have that sunlight and you don't have anything helping naturally boost your energy. So you feel the impacts a lot more. Even though it feels like you're unwinding at night, one of the best things that you can do is get to sleep earlier. Get to sleep earlier. Try and keep a consistent sleep routine where you're going to bed at the same time. It doesn't have to be this eight-part night routine. If you want to know my simple night routine, I'll tell you exactly what it is. I put my phone away 30 minutes before bed. When I put my phone away, I don't like it's on the other side of the room. I do not pick it back up. I set my alarm. I set it on the charger. That is it go in the bathroom, brush my teeth, wash my face. I stretch a little bit before bed and I'm doing this 30 to 40 minutes before I need to be in bed to unwind my body, getting off of the screens, getting away from like bright light and starting to bring my body into a like room that feels really calm, right? We need to create a calmer nighttime routine. I'm being very honest. I don't have kids, right? So I don't know what that's like. And I know that after you put your kids to sleep, I have sisters and I have best friends that have multiple kids and you want to unwind and you want your time and I want that for you, but also create a balance between wanting that time and understanding how crucial sleep is for your body and waking up in a better mood every single day and having a body and hormones and metabolism that work for you is going to put you way more ahead than watching one more Netflix show and having that glass of wine to unwind Mind would ever put you ahead, right? It's all about making decisions for our happiest and healthiest self overall, mentally, physically, emotionally. And I don't know about you, but I am a way happier version of me when I am getting more sleep and going to bed and keeping a consistent nighttime routine. So put those screens away, get some sleep, get some natural light in your eyes, drink water, movement. These things seem really, really simple. But if you were to ask the people, in your life or on social media that were the healthiest version of themselves, like truly emulating that, not just like the highlight reel. And you were like, what did you do every single day to do this, to feel like this, to get these results? I guarantee you it would be the most simple things that they were consistent with. It's never the perfect macro split. It's never the hit 30-day hit program they did, right? It's always consistently making decisions for the happiest and healthiest version of them. So let's all start that now in October together so we can easy breezy right through this crazy winter season, the holiday season, all of it, and come out in spring, not feeling our best selves in spring, but actually feeling ahead of the game.